Satnam, Satnam, beautiful sovereign women, and welcome back to today's Sovereign Women Movement podcast episode, where I want to share with you a truly inspiring journey, one that involves not only healing emotionally, but also healing physically, and disrupting those patterns in order to bring that healing fully home of the lineage that no longer serves this beautiful woman. Whether you've been with us for a long time, part of our community here, and this movement of sovereign women reclaiming their sovereignty by disrupting ancestral karmic patterns of emotional pain, or whether you are brand new to this channel, I'm thrilled and excited to have you here in divine timing too, because today's episode is really, really important because it's all about transformation. It's about how specifically the AVI method and Kundalini Yoga meditation therapy, and A Course in Miracles spiritual psychotherapy combined, because you do need to combine this with supportive community, can lead to profound personal growth, to healing, and to life-changing experiences. And today I'll be sharing with you this really heartwarming, beautiful story of a client who not only reconnected with her true self, but also experienced the miracle of motherhood as part of her healing journey. In fact, today I want to share with you biophysically and spiritually why this was able to occur. And this is why this podcast episode is really, really important. Because in this fast-paced, very quickly changing world, it's so easy to feel disconnected from our inner selves. We're supposedly so connected in the internet, you know, social media, yet there are studies out there and uh, stats that show that we have never been the loneliest. This disconnection can truly manifest in so many different ways, whether that's physical discomfort, emotional turmoil, or maybe just a sense of being lost. It is scientifically proven that human beings need community just as much as they need food and water. So no community is like starving someone that will lead to mental health states, which could be ultimately their demise. Today's story exemplifies the incredible power of reconnection and the holistic healing journey of uh, the foundational group coaching program that I call the Sovereign Women Academy and what it can foster. It's an honor to share this story with all of you in hopes that this resonates and this opens your heart to what is also possible for you and for your lineage. So I wanna share this beautiful client of mine's, um, this beautiful uh, statement that she sent me. Now, when she sent me this statement, it was actually, she was into the academy maybe four or five months. The academy is a one-year program because if you think that's a long time to disrupt ancestral karmic patterns of emotional pain that include addiction, childhood trauma, depression, or toxic relationship patterns, or maybe all of them, a one-year, if you, you think that's a long time, that's crazy. <laughs> I feel like there's nothing even compared out there that is a one-year program that would help you do all of those different things. So she came to me, and, and we cannot rush our healing, bottom line. But she came to me, you know, during the time where she was seeking so many aspects of the healing journey, not just physically. She needed emotional healing, and she needed spiritual healing, and she recognized that. And when she sent me this statement, it was four to five months in, and she had already started to experience incredible changes, all these different things happening in her life, which I'll share today. But then now 
seeing her now is something that I can absolutely see she not only deserves, but it can also be explained. And that's why we take both the scientific and a spiritual approach to truly understand that there's a pathway for us to get there. And it doesn't have to feel confusing, especially if you have support. So this is what she told me four or five months into the academy. She says, joining the Sovereign Woman Academy was one of the best decisions of my life. I feel already reconnecting with myself, listening to what I need. The number one person is it's women that get sick, like immune diseases. I'm talking about cancers, things of that nature. It is proven that they do not put themselves first, that they are always helping everyone else. And because not only are they taking their own stress in, but everyone else's, they get really, really sick. So she finally started to not only reconnect with her true essence, but she started to listen to what she needed. Breakthrough, right? Groundbreaking. And most women actually feel guilty for doing things for themselves, or they they literally are made to feel that way by their environment. But that's also because they feel guilty. Because if you didn't feel guilty about taking care of you, no one would uh, uh, call you out or make you feel guilty either. It's the energy we carry within us. But then she says, I'm ready to continue my journey with Kundalini Yoga. This program and these women truly brought me back to life. So her story, the reason it's so transformative is because with her, her, her experiences as a child did not just encounter the emotional, sometimes neglect that we feel growing up, but she was also challenged with a lot of physical illnesses as a child. So she was a child who grew up having a physical illness within her body. And through that, you can imagine the, the, um, the type of parents and the, uh, the environment that fostered that to, to help her come out of that, but also the amount of fear. I mean, for a parent to have a child that is sick, it's easier said than done to just say, don't worry. And I think that even if you have the most unconscious parent in the world, like, Deep down, they, they don't want you to go through that. So it creates a lot of anxiety and depression and all these different things within the parent. And instead of making them stronger to support the child that she's going through these things, right? Like it's it's almost like God makes this even more difficult, right? But does God make it more difficult or do we make it more difficult? Because ultimately, if we stabilize our nervous system and, and we bring some agility in the brain, which is the work that we do here, we can start to shift those perceptions and realize what a gift uh, these um, experiences are in our lives. And and so with her, the struggle was real. You know, many of us have emotional pain and, and it doesn't necessarily show up physically yet, although all illness starts with an emotion, but she was already experiencing that physically. So she came and she was feeling disconnected. She She didn't have purpose she felt lost right she 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 had so many other issues that she was dealing with as well in the relationships dynamics and the things of that brought up or led up to the physical illness as well so when she came she didn't practice kundalini never had practiced kundalini yoga before meditation she had i don't i don't think she's even had heard of a course in miracle spiritual psychotherapy but i know she hadn't studied it and so she came and one of the things that I admired about her so quickly was that even though she had never heard about it and even though she was dealing with a lot of different challenges, she like committed. And and what I loved about her especially is that 
you know, one of the things that we do in the academy is every day I host um, morning sadhana practice because one of the requirements for you in the academy is to complete this series of 40-day specific meditations consistently as well as one meditation that we as a community always practice together. And and I open up sadhana. So uh, when you join the group coaching program, you are able to join us every day, literally every day, Christmas, the day after I got my 25th wedding anniversary marriage, like sometimes I do have substitutes because I'm in like in the, in the um, airport or something like that. Um, or when I was in a hospital with mom a lot, but the virtual space is always open and our, and our substitute teachers are amazing. Of course, they have incredible energy. So this is like our satsang. This is our community where again, we know it's difficult to discipline yourself. If it's difficult to discipline yourself to go to the gym you would think meditation wouldn't be as difficult. But the thing is, is that you're going into the subconscious mind. It's not like it's feeling comfortable every time. You're not going into a state of bliss all the time. So like, and, and, and you're going into these areas of the subconscious mind where all these repressed memories and emotions lie. So it's not a walk in the park. The first two weeks are especially very invasive. And, and it's not like, oh my God, I get a flash of everything that I've been through in my life. Some women do. I did. But not everyone, it, it's the way it shows up in your day-to-day -day activities. Like you start to, it feels like everything's falling apart around you because people are being removed or your truths are being revealed. But like, that's a blessing, right? And that's why we're here to heal, to feel and to see through the eyes of the neutral mind and through without any more band-aids or covering up the truth. And so um, so you you join us and you do these 40-day meditations, but with this particular client, you know, she she was telling me that it was causing her more more stress to to then have to now commit to getting up in the morning. And the virtual meditation spot is open from 3:45 a.m. to 6:30 a.m. We finish around seven because I do a daily guidance. Um, like in January, we're going to be doing a 40-day uh, meditation or not meditation, excuse me, 40-day forgiveness challenge. So we'll do like the prompt for the day and guidance uh, from my tarot cards because I, I read tarot as well and astrology as many of you know so typically those those morning guidances just get you ready for your day what to expect energetically and things of that nature but you know she was like it's causing me more stress for me to get up early and to do that and I, I just cannot do it and I was like I get it because I am I was I never woke up before seven o'clock in the morning six o'clock for sure I mean I, I worked a as a real estate broker, I really didn't have to be at the office till nine. I wasn't disciplined about going to the gym back then. Now that I have a meditation practice and I wake up at 3.45 in the morning, I'm more disciplined about going to the gym. Like I go like three to five times a week and it's it's because it starts in the mind. But she was like, I just can't do it. And, I'm, and she's like, I'm not going to wake up early. And it took me a long time for me to wake up at 3.45 in the morning. It took me at least two years, I want to say, that I was practicing Kundalini Yoga, Sadhana. Sometimes I would practice it in the daytime. And then what would happen is slowly, like I started to practice it in the morning. And then I started to be more consistent about like six o'clock and then five o'clock. And eventually I was just called. I would, I would, I was actually getting awakened at like 3.30, 3.45. I, I took that as a sign. I was definitely my teacher, Jogi Bhajan at that point. I have many teachers, but at that point, He's already in the ethers and he, I know that it was him waking me up. And so it was a big calling to wake up at that time. So it's going to be a thousand days now here at the end of December that I've been waking up at 345 in the morning. That's more than two and a half years. 
And now I can't see my life without it. Like I, I can't even imagine what that would feel like. And I don't want to imagine. I truly do this because it's it's a calling. It's, it's something bigger than me. And so it's always wonderful to welcome the Academy to join us. But she was like, I can't do that. You know, and I was like, we're not going to put more stress. Look, you're here to heal. We need to, you know, chillax. And look, as long as you get your meditation done sometime during the day, even if it's a nighttime, you do it at nighttime, it's going to help you sleep a lot. Or perhaps, you know, you want to do it at um, lunchtime, whatever that works for you. And she was so amazing because she developed a technique that worked for her. For a while, it was at lunchtime and it was actually helping her at her work because of the stress there. And then uh, other periods, she was doing it like right before work, which it wasn't at six o'clock in the morning, but that's okay too. So this is what I really loved about her, that she was open-minded and she worked with the schedule that worked for her. And the most important thing is that she stayed disciplined with her practice. So fast forward to today, you know, not only throughout the journey did she get pregnant, but now she is a beautiful mother, a beautiful mother to the most gorgeous little baby girl. Oh my God. This is the third Academy baby. We, we have one other woman who already had a baby and she couldn't get pregnant either. Got pregnant. Um, and, um, that baby is now a year and a few months is such an amazing baby, of course. And we have this client who gave birth to the baby. And then we have another client in the Academy who got pregnant as well. Wasn't expecting it either. But the reason that, I mean, and, and it's so, and it's so beautiful that she's pregnant because she's such a beautiful mother, but I want to explain to you why, and, and it, I'm not trying to scare you if you want to join the Academy and you're like, I don't get pregnant because I don't want to get pregnant believe me <laughs> I'm I'm done but if God says here's the baby you know what am I going to say okay the baby's here to be born for some reason but we don't I don't want any more children my husband I he sometimes he plays around especially now that my, my two sisters are one had a baby and one um is pregnant like he'll play around and I'm like no are you kidding me like I did my life backwards you know I was I was pregnant at 16, had my baby, at, uh, our first son at 17. Like, I'm good. <laughs> you know, this is a time where we're doing things the opposite. And, you know, but I don't know if he, if he really means, I think he would be really happy, of course. But anyhow, this has something to do with what I'm talking about. <laughs> the story about her is that the reason the women get pregnant in my community, and especially if you have um, fertility issues, is we have to understand trauma and stress and what it does to our bodies and to our mind and to our spirit and what it does to fertility you see what we don't know about trauma is that in pre it, as it relates to post-traumatic stress disorder so either you're if you just experienced a trauma or it was something that happened to you even a very long time ago chronic or trauma or even chronic stress absolutely affects the way you are able to be fertile and get pregnant or not because what happens is if you're under constant stress either because of work or because you haven't healed from a trauma as a child there's a remember these ancestral patterns they they roll from many many different generations so if you got constant chronic stress what's happening is that your body has become addicted to creating the stress hormone known as cortisol and this stress hormone known as cortisol, it's constantly getting pumped out, pumped into your body, which that cortisol hormone is actually manufactured from one of our key reproductive hormones, which is like the mother hormone, which is called progesterone. 
So, so progesterone comes from cortisol. So consider progesterone as like the, like the pro mother, like the, the, the pro station where everything is, is fostered for the ability to be fertile or to have a baby. It supports all levels of fertility and it's predominant also in the second half of our menstrual cycle where we are post ovulating. That's why we're more fertile there to get pregnant as well. So it's a kind of hormone that makes this like bed essentially in the uterus for the embryo to then implant itself so that then the progesterone uh, works as basically the, the, the fertility mother. What happens though, is that if you're constantly making cortisol because you're under stress, and again, you're either under stress because of work or your environment or society, or if you haven't dealt with childhood trauma, for example, let me just give you that quick example. Because it's easy. Even if it was 30 years ago, if you haven't had therapy for it and haven't released the memories from the body because the body keeps score, then you're in the subconscious mind, you're still thinking about it. I mean, you might do a lot of things to hide it, like numb yourself with alcohol or drugs or all these different things, right? Or food, um, anything that will keep you away from the thought. But it's there and it's circulating. And because it's circulating in the subconscious mind, it's producing cortisol. And that's why you're tired all the time. That's why women right now, they tell me they go to the doctor. And they're like, the number one thing they, the doctor tells me is I have very high levels of cortisol. So many women are dealing with very high levels of cortisol. Well, if you're a woman that's under constant stress or has come from a lineage of stress and you have high levels of cortisol, the progesterone hormone is tired. It, it, it's not making or the other functions of the other hormones work cohesively. So now you don't have this fertile bed. You basically are running depleted harmonic or from the hormones that allow you to get pregnant. So this affects so many different things. So if you have changed your lifestyle and you work on your stress, then guess what happens? You're not producing that much cortisol anymore. And then the progesterone is creating this fertile area inside of you. Now, how this relates to the healing journey and what we do in Kundalini Yoga, it is all about our hormones. That's why even I, there, I don't even believe in perimenopause. There's no such thing. There's menopause, right? But you don't have to struggle for 10 years of symptoms. That's not perimenopause. That's what, that is a hormonal imbalance. Why? Because you got too much cortisol running, pumping into your system. So in our academy, a big part of what we do is regulating the nervous system again and rewiring the brain. So it stops producing all that cortisol and starts producing the good hormones that heal you and keeps that progesterone level healthy. So if you're meditating and you're doing forgiveness work, which is what my client did here, guess what? Your hormones go back into balance. You heal physically. So then guess what? You become fertile. And why do these women that couldn't get pregnant after being in the academy get pregnant? Because they wanted to, number one, and the, the, and the child is here for a very big reason, even if they were surprised by the child, right? But number two, their hormones are functioning again. Their progesterone is actually creating a fertile environment for the baby to be born or for the baby to be conceived. And this all has to do with breathing techniques we do. This has to do with specific ways we position our hands. This has to do with the way we chant sound frequency. Instead of having all of these dysfunctional sounds within you, which are the thoughts of self-hate, self-animosity, animosity, feeling lost and disconnected like she did, 
you're now introducing new sounds. And these sounds are of love, of high vibration emotion, of gratitude, of basically these emotions that heal the body instead of make it um, more sick. So it's not a surprise to me that she was pregnant and then she had this beautiful baby. So she healed in so many different levels. And she did tell me the other day that she's going to send me a brand new testimonial because she really wants to share post-baby everything that has transpired in her life. So when I do get that, I will definitely share it with all of you because, you know, she needs the time now to, to rest and do the things that she needs to do. I told her, take care of yourself. That's another thing with, with women. I, I, if I was pregnant again and if, I could do things differently. I would give myself 10 months after I had the baby to not worry about anything. I'm not talking about going to the gym. You mean you help, you were, you were pregnant for 10 months, almost 10 months, 40 weeks. Like you need that much time to recuperate. And not only that, but your baby needs to, your baby needs to bond with you. Your baby it's from zero to seven years when their brain is developing. Right. But if, especially between when they're babies and we cannot bond with them because we don't have energy moving to the system because we're still we're dealing with depression or anxiety or all these different things and it's very difficult so i would totally do things differently of course but the the good news is that my babies are amazing so imagine if i would have done it that way it would have been <laughs> i don't know what would happen <laughs> so here i want to break it down to you step by step and and what she did that brought her to this healing journey or brought her to this healing point of now being the beautiful mother of a most gracious, gorgeous, beautiful little girl. The first thing is that she had to recognize the need for change and she didn't give up, even though she had physical illness and a lot of mental um, help that she needed, right? She did. She she knew there had to be something out there. She had hope, she had faith, otherwise she would have never reached out, right? But she did. So she had this awareness of, oh, maybe it is maybe I can heal and that's the whole thing we have to give ourselves permission because if we don't realize that we need the healing if we're not if we don't realize that we're not in harmony with ourselves and that that doesn't have to be something that we have to experience every single every single day then we're not going to give ourselves permission to heal the right people are not going to come the the right techniques the community right it's not going to be there but we have to first do that there are signs that are calling you for change she had many signs but she listened to them and she reached out. The other thing was the journey of reconnection for her. You know, this is key. This is how we disrupt the pattern. Because through these practices of Kundalini Yoga therapy and meditation, and of course, Miracle Spiritual Psychotherapy, we embark on a journey back to ourselves. We don't want to be in our bodies. We don't want to be alone with our minds. Why? Because of the trauma, because of the pain we've been through emotionally. What these practices do is they help you release and break through the emotional blockages. So what? So we can open up our true potential and realize how holy and perfect and divine we already are. And this is not enabling because you've got to work through a lot of darkness and a lot of forgiveness work to get there. But it's so worth it. Which leads us to the last step. You've got to embrace the journey. It's about commitment. And that is one thing that she was. Even though she had never practiced Kundalini Yoga meditation or A Course in Miracles, and even though she was not going to wake up early in the morning and do the meditations with us, she was still committed and she developed something that worked for her. And because of that, she got the results. She came in with an open heart, with an open mind. She's like, you know, I've never done this before, but nothing I've ever done before has worked. Might as well try it, right? And look what happened with her. She was received this beautiful transformation. 
And that's what awaits all of us if we're willing to commit, right? So along the journey, there's going to be challenges. There's always resistance to change. We all know that. There's emotionals up and down. I, I will not tell you that the healing journey is all love and light because it's not. There's ups and downs. There's darkness. There's moments. I mean, I've, I've heard some of the women when they get into these um, dark nights of, of truth and revelation, it's like, I feel like I'm not going to come out from them. It's all about maintaining consistency. And the good news is that with us, especially the support of a community, one of the Sovereign Women Academy members the other day, I think it was on Monday, she, text, she was telling me how one of the things that I'm so grateful for is community because she's beyond the healing journey now. So she's like just a, such a beautiful sage, really psychic, really amazing um, as it relates to dreams and things of that nature. She's getting a lot of downloads. So she shared it and, you know, we worked through it to try to, um, to really understand the revelation she was receiving. And she's like, I'm so grateful for community because it helps you not only in your healing journey, of course, when you're beginning with us because of the fact that it isn't easy, but then as you, what I call graduate, which is you, you've done the one-year program, you know, you're more than welcome to stay with us. I, this sovereign woman stayed with us in, in our other community too. She was like, "There's, I, I don't see my, she actually, I can quote her by saying that because her email said, I, I don't see my life without this community and without this academy. And it's not a attachment issue. It's the fact that, now they're growing like this other woman who told me wow you know she's getting her downloads you know i have another woman who and i'll share her testimonial soon but she opened a, a beautiful business and i she is growing and, and her growth is amazing and she deserves it so you go from healing to now oh my gosh you know what i'm just growing now now i'm, I'm allowing myself to receive my gifts and this practice still helps you not only helps you it's, it's the foundation of what i you know it's exactly why i practice every single day because now i'm at a whole different level in my life a whole different timeline so i have there are still limiting thoughts right it's like going from making a hundred thousand to a million dollars there are going to be different thoughts that are going to come up that's the most easiest way to understand it but it's the same thing in in healing you know you're let's say you've healed your marriage now you're in i'm in a whole new chapter with my marriage so now I sustain that frequency of where we're at now, conscious relationships, trust, intimacy, you know, love, something that we didn't have before, right? Or not consistently. And love was obviously always there. Otherwise, we wouldn't have been able to come home to ourselves. So there's going to be a lot of challenges. It's common. It's, it's important for us to understand that and to understand that we cannot rush our, our healing. There's a song out there like that, Trevor Hall. Check it out. It's a really good song. You have to have the right mindset. And that mindset is balancing acceptance of your current state. That's very important. Not feeling bad, angry, or guilty with an openness to evolve. Yes, I'm here. It's like going to the gym. I'm here, 50 pounds, overweight. I accept that. If you don't accept that, you're going to have a hard time. So I accept how I'm feeling right now. I'm not trying to... Um, disregard or deny the feeling, but I'm very open to evolve. And that's why I'm joining this program, right? Or that's why I'm getting therapy or that's why I'm getting help. It, this is all about self-compassion and committing to your journey of personal growth. Just the way it takes growth in the gym or anything you do in your business, this is the same. It's just that a lot of people put this last. Don't wait until you have a nervous system breakdown like I did. Do this now where you can sustain the growth in a very beautiful way.
So when facing these hurdles, just pause and reflect, you know, where do I need more support? You know, is this, is there power in coaching? When am I going to invest in myself? That's the whole thing. Because I can assure you that the most successful team or people have a team. I have a team. My team is my spiritual team, which are my spiritual mentors, my Kundalini Yoga therapist teachers, and which I'm still part of that program and will always be part of the program. Plus my teacher, Kuti Jagat. She teaches me from the ethers, but an incredible teacher, spiritual, and anything really. She's really all of it. But I also have a business coach. And that business coach, I will always have. I finally found the right one thing, but Lord, thank God. With her, she grows, I grow. So you have to have a team behind you. The people that don't invest in themselves, it has to do a lot with self-worth. So that's where you got to really think, you know, the only thing that I can do is change myself. So is this a great time to really consider investing in me? So that's what she did. And you can do it too. But it's important for us to first acknowledge where healing is needed and to also commit to the unknown and commit yourself to the uncertainty that comes up. But knowing that you have a community and you have a mentor or a coach that supports you through it, oh my gosh, collapses time and allows you to move in one year what you maybe in past lives or even in this life have moved in 20, 30, 40 years. So get ready for the transformation is all about. So I just wanted to share this very beautiful and inspiring story. It's one that definitely opens my heart up to how important not only is this work, but how much of a change a woman can go through in one year of committing herself to the inner work. I hope that you were inspired by this story. I hope that you opened your heart to allowing yourself to also begin the healing journey. I'd love to hear more from you. Please let me know what questions you have below here in the video description in the comments. Let me know how we can further continue the dialogue on disrupting the ancestral karmic patterns of emotional pain so we can reclaim our sovereignty and come home back to ourselves. Be blessed, everyone. I'll see you again tomorrow.